you know, I got to work with some great people like um you guys in in in, in included from the uh I think was I week was I week one or the end of week two in 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 Liberty and um You're shackled with us straight away. Yeah. I think was it like <laughs> I was in the tunnel in Krog Park uh and hadn't a breeze what was going on with hello and welcome to another episode of i love that ad the podcast where we bring uh, delicious ads uh, for everyone's perusal and this week we have a very very special guest uh sean brett head of digital and marketing at campion insurance welcome to the podcast sean Thank you very much, folks. It's a it's a it's a pleasure to be talking to you uh, today. I'll, uh, I'll give you the fifty or later, uh, Aaron. <laughs> no bother. It's Revolut. Everything's Revolut these days. Uh, oh, sorry, Revolut. Okay. Uh, Seem no, to have lost your mobile number. There's a paper trail then, Aaron. You'd never learn. You'd never oh, learn. Shit, yeah. Um, yeah, great, great description the of the podcast with delicious ads. That's a new delicious one. ad. That's yeah, new. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, um, Sean. We've uh, we, we've started kind of introducing the show and kind of giving a, a one-liner what it is but we won't write down it as a uniform <laughs> one-liner so we kind of have we shoot from the hip every, okay I, like episode. would you think about incorporating only the crumbliest flakiest in in into your next intro oh we could we could we could bring ad slogans yeah. into yeah. There we go that is yeah. a great idea there sean's already paid earned that 50 euro yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> I, I like uh, i can i leave now because that's me doing, I'm gonna be like, i've just one. i've peaked okay <laughs> you're done yeah. you're done so that was uh that was sean brett as i said head of digital <laughs> marketing at campion insurance uh no sean honest to god it's uh it's great to have you uh on the podcast uh i guess we've we've wanted on for a long time so delighted that uh that you're on the show well i'm glad you don't have me halfway up a mountain with no safety equipment uh like uh previous previous uh adventures we had uh yes yes um that's uh we were we're always health and safety conscious in all of our productions. Yeah, yeah well, I, and, I know uh, that. I know that. That, that, that that's the <laughs> that, that's the excellence of doing everything in post, isn't that right? Exactly. Fip it, fip it, yeah. fix it in post. Um, well, I should I hang know. on. I should take this opportunity to congratulate you boys on uh, your um, your uh, recent um, Kinsale win. Uh, I was disappointed for you that you didn't make the the Oscar list, but look, that's for next year. <laughs> Next year, next year. Oh, I appreciate yeah, yeah. it. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, Sean. We were delighted. It was a good crack, actually. It was a good event over in um, over in Hampstead in London. So some really cool films. So it was it was nice to be nice to be included. And is it being is it being shared? Is it being shared between both locations, or does it have a permanent home? Yeah. So they seem to have a close joint custody. Joint custody. Joint custody. <laughs> I'm talking of the shark now. Of the shark. Yeah, so the sharks, the sharks mine. The sharks. Oh, mine. oh, right. Okay, it's yours. Yeah, okay. The sharks mine. Yeah. I, I, I was the one who made the effort to fly over to collect it. So, okay. you know, if someone else had bothered, I'd cut it in half. But <laughs> and has Jean's, uh, Jean's has, up about it uh, has Oscar managed to uh, locate it yet and like fired across the room to see if what happens? Yeah, it's very heavy. So uh, he wanted to look at it initially, and he was very interested in the fact that his dad brought home a shark. So he started singing "Baby Shark," and then he was like. TV. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, he yeah, didn't go yeah. like he didn't start singing the song, did he? I oh, did, yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, that stuck. That stuck in the Brennan household, oh, uh, going around. Trying oh, to get away from it. Anyway. Trying to get away from it. It'll break your heart. Like, I, I, I you bet know. by the end of the podcast, Aaron will be humming it. Well, actually, you do have you do have an ad here now. I'm not gonna not gonna give it away, but uh, when I when I when I was looking at it yesterday, I had that stuck in my head. 
Uh, now it's a great song to have stuck in your head, uh, and I think we, we might know what we're talking about. But uh, we leave that we leave that for later. Um, Sean, uh, just so anyone who doesn't know you in, in the industry, um, I had a, a a quick refresher of of your 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 career on your LinkedIn. I did a bit of bit of a creep, and uh, I I was kind of reminded how varied your career was so like you specialize a lot of food working on some of the biggest brands like Noor, uh, McDonald's Curry, Aaron Soup, uh, lots with Premier Foods. Then you jumped over to you, you had education before that. You had telcos with Vodafone uh, and Meteor and a wealth of experience in insurance. There's not a common thread <laughs> between those those categories. So one I'm, I'm interested is that you want you want to kind of experience different categories and from that is there much of a difference but it, it does it all just come back to marketing fundamentals or is there major differences between the the categories well one of like one of the drivers was i wanted to experience different categories um i think the one commonality between it all is the foundation that i got in food like particularly in fmcg like i think if i was given advice to anyone like i it was if i was in like at a college talking i'd say like if you can get into a good fmcg company the skill set that you will learn there will will hold you whatever industry you're in now there's there's the language and there's no nuance that you have to learn in every in every company in every industry but those foundations i think that that are there from the days in you know campbell's premier unilever like i think they stand to the the course of time and you know at the end of the day it, it is about understanding what what the customer wants and what you can provide or what you need to provide in order to to help the customer and then trying to communicate that um in a in a really cut in a, in a way that cuts through and that's the biggest challenge like with like with some of the ads that that i've kind of selected um you know there's one that for me like i remember watching like when i no idea what marketing was true to you know some of the later stages ones but you can see common threads through them all and i think that's really really important and i've been really lucky you know the some of the brands i've worked on have been amazing um they've been great fun uh and you know i think that is is a key thing if you're having fun on a brand um that's that that's there and you know i got to um work with some great people like um you guys in in in, in included from the uh i think was i week was i week one or the end of week two in 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 liberty and um i think the first time i met you're you guys with... was hmm? <laughs> you're shackled with us straight <laughs> yeah i think was it like i was in the tunnel in croke park uh and hadn't a breeze what was going on with what do you mean half time is coming up and um, what's going on at half time and you know our is this the year uh, with the goals just carry this flag this the year with the, the dragging the goals out to the middle of the pitch and we were on the yeah no it was it wasn't it was not the year where you had the the big the big board and there was all different scores as to where as to where the slitter went went through and yeah. trying to calculate the scores and um yeah my our, our mutual friend john coffee telling me it'll all be fine it'll be yeah, good it's... i'm going uh <laughs> uh, uh okay it's half time now like the but uh yeah and um oh, well, actually, we had a bit of crack on a, on a couple of different projects from there didn't we memories yeah memories memories, great memories. Uh, memories no but they were yeah. they were they were good they were great crack fairness. yeah in fairness they were, yeah. they, were, they were good fun they were good fun um and and you mentioned you mentioned about cutting through 
do you find do you find it's getting harder to do that and actually to to create something that that consumers give a shit about? Yeah, like I, I think attention spans are, are are so low at the moment that it is it is really challenging to cut through. And you know, you've got the internal drive all the time that it, it, almost everything has become such a results based uh, and like you need KPIs, things like that, but you know that it's it's getting harder for that little bit of artistry that little bit of daring um to 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 happen um and I, but i think you see that across all industries um because at the end of the day people want to know well um like in our industry how many how many, how many leads did you generate last night how many of those have we converted how many of those like what's our the 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 average you know premium we're charging etc cetera, etc cetera. it's the same for everybody whatever industry there is that that challenge and you know when you get that opportunity to do that little bit of work that takes you outside of your comfort zone that like that's that that's where the big rewards are like that that's where and i think you know some of the ads like that you guys have looked at and some of the one or two ones that that i've done it was about been you know been different it was about been kind of throwing it all out out there and saying well look we can do, and I think Shane, you mentioned it when you're talking about insurance last, last last week. You know that challenge of trying to cut through and to be the top two or three. Um, yeah. It's really, really difficult. It's really difficult, and you can do the, I protect car, I protect home, and there you go. You know, yeah. and everyone does a slightly different iteration of it, and you need to have the courage and conviction to go and say, well, look, folks, I can, I can take your budget and I can do the same thing again, except it'll be rebadged and it'll be shot slightly differently. But at the end of the day, I'm talking about the same thing. Or you can kind of go and say, right, I'm going to put it all on the line and see, and see, and see what happens. Um, and, you know, I think there's been one or two Irish brands that have done that really well. Um, but it's a growing challenge all the time because you will, you, you know, we are risk averse because at the end of the day, if someone goes and says, I'm giving you X, if you do not deliver Y, uh, you know, there's a conversation there and the seat could become empty very quickly. Um, and, 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's a transaction at the end of the day, but the transaction goes through this black box of creativity and will that yeah. convert into, into the results on the other end. Yeah. I think like the, the like a lot of the work that that you guys do and the, the stuff that like uh, you know one of my one of my regrets working with you guys is that we never got to do a particular um um video for uh, an Irish Olympian um and like the creative concept that you had for that was just it was brilliant um but it, like at the end of the day it came down to money and we had you know we had already done four like because I remember when you showed me the first. The first bit of creative, I think, it was for Mags, um, mm -hmm. the creative execution that you did. Because I suppose I took a, the brave step of because I trusted you guys. I don't think even think I was on the shoes for any of those. Which probably there's someone listening to this. Oh, you didn't turn up on the shoe. Oh my god, you're nuts! What are you doing? But like there was so much going on at the time. I just we yeah. just didn't have capacity, and um, I just kind of said, "Well, look, these guys know what they're doing." Um, the next thing you have mags on the top of uh, of uh, of what looks like Landing a very Corey. high point in in Wexford, <laughs> where I'm kind of going, oh my god, did you come so down, Magsy? Okay, a bit of a spoiler on 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 the, the that mag shot. So uh, it's actually ah, no, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Okay, 
Okay. It's a great I'm just shot. thinking that you like if you were to like <laughs> if you were to like kill him in Jaro or something like that, and she's hanging <clears> off on like the edge it. of it. <laughs> I just remember Chalky <laughs> getting like absolutely scalded from the sun that day. <laughs> scalded. Oh, the day of shooting. Yeah, the first day, as soon as we wrapped, because uh, it was it was it was amazing weather. Um, it was for the Komogi Medmi series, and and yeah. it was amazing weather, and we were uh, standing in a in a rapeseed oil field, uh, for for Mags uh, going through through the field. Oh, shot. with the hand shot, with the hands, uh, yeah, a bit bit Irish gladiator esque. Yeah, <laughs> and I was kind of standing off, and I didn't realize I was wearing all black. As oh, I do, absorbing. Uh, it was roasting. It was the yellow of all the petals was reflecting all of this uh, sunlight on me. And within an hour, I got scalded as soon as we wrapped. I had to go lie down, just bathed in in we're, after we're in bits, after man. sun. I remember the back of your neck. There was this white line. It was outrageous. It looked like the yeah, most irresponsible thing like I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, and and because of that, and not not, not even joking, because of that within uh, our shoot packs uh, like the the, the the toolboxes that we have with all of our kit is sun cream uh, extra yeah. strong sun cream and afterburn because of that exact instance <laughs> once bitten twice shy uh, Sean um, but, but but you 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 know you have to go through the pain to for, for the artist literally yeah. literally go through the, go through the pain um, but yeah that's that's a good one anyone who wants to see the videos uh, not me sunburnt uh, they're up on they're up on our website uh, workfo.e um, but Sean that's not one of the ads that you brought uh, today no, you've, no. you've a selection of three three delicious ads as we said um, so can you uh, can you give us a, a, an insight on what the first one is so the first one is one that I had a great pleasure of actually working on, which is probably not, you know, the done thing for, for this kind of thing. But, you know, another one out of this brand that I wanted to show, you know, you'd covered previously. And I suppose the reason why I wanted to show this is one, it was it's it was an Irish brand. It's it's unfortunately no longer on the market. It was a highlight for me to get the opportunity to work on it. I was there for I was doing um, a contract with them for about nine or ten months an absolute privilege to get the opportunity to work on the, the brand and the sense of humor, um, the, uh, the, the, the decision process that we went through to create that messaging was such uh, a brilliant, challenging at times experience to, to, to step away from the comfort zone, challenging to ensure that, you know, we, we stuck to the brand values that, that were there to keep that, you know, irreverency that was there. And we shot three different versions of this ad because we were looking at three different poise points. But this is one of my favorite because it, it came down to casting. And the guy who does the the as the lead, you might recognize him. He's done a few different things, particularly on with the with the BBC. Um, he was brilliant. There was no drama, there was a in get it done. Um and I just think it's a beautiful combination. And it's about 23 seconds in. There is my favorite shot of it. That little bit of the 70s vibe with the music going on. Um, his actions with the with, with the L-Net. Um, and like, I suppose, do, do, will I introduce it and say what it is? You know, yeah. or do you want people yeah, to show it? Yeah, introduce yeah. it and we can watch it then, yeah. So this is the Brain Surgeon ad by Meteor. Um, it's about, probably about 10 years old at, at, at this stage. Um and Meteor's objective at the time was always to be the challenger, to be that, you know, little pain, that annoyance, that frustration for, you know, the big the big boys out there, you know, the very serious uh, main providers. 
and we had so much fun causing trouble and that was what we like you know it was that's what it was about and uh, as i said it was a great privilege to get to work on that brand and with that team for for a couple of months um we did a true rothko um and we had visium uh, as in terms of our uh our media side and uh yeah it was there was there was some great times had doing that so if, can, can i say the line shade let's let's, let's have go a look for you yeah, say the line roll it there aaron hello to you my name is dr jesus angel brain surgeon slash international hair model sensational Medios new, pay as you go, unlimited calls, texts, and data for just a 30 euro top up. Makes complete sense to me. You don't have to be a brain surgeon with phenomenal hair to figure that out. My barber weeps when he has to cut it. Unlimited calls, texts, and data to any network for 30 euros. That's really good. <laughs> Get the anesthetist back in here. Choose your favorite Meteor Unlimited offer for just 30 euro of your top up. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of things about that ad. That like I I that's my third time watching it now since he sent it, um, yeah I, I I really like it. Is there anything you want to go through before we uh, we give our hot takes on it? Well, a little known fact in the as I said there was three versions of it, but the first version mm-hmm. um which which I didn't send on to you because we had a different crew in it. Um, the uh the lead actress in in that um her parents were on uh chips do you remember uh, remember that night late 1970s early yeah you yeah, have a cop show yeah, yeah. and uh every time i watched that ad with the with the sorry the brain surgeon with the 23 second with that kind of 70s vibe you know my head always, for some reasons goes back to chips completely irrelevant sidebar so you can edit that out but there you go so give us your hot takes <laughs> no, give it. us your hot takes on it lads one was he wearing fake tan Oh, yeah. yeah, as part of the the, the makeup and arts, yeah. and and second, when they were pitching, when they were pitching this and kind of like mood boards and concepts, at any point was there an image of Johnny Bravo, in the in the pitch deck because that scene where he comes to the mirror, that is like it seems from my memory it seems like perfectly Johnny Bravo mirrored hair, and that's the vibe I'm getting off it. Oh, de- oh, definitely, yeah, yeah, and like the the, the there was an image uh with of Johnny Bravo, you know, so that we could get that concept of you know the the, the hair, and uh, it. it was it was it was some piece of 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 artistry putting that hair into that poor guy, you know, uh, <laughs> uh to get it there, but uh, yeah, like it it was like it was, you know, it, it, to get our heads around it at the start was actually a bit kind of, what are we doing here? We're we're doing three different things like because you know the easiest thing on that ad would have been to go completely transactional and just go and say mm-hmm. um here it's you go great, great offer 10 20 30 xyz here's a here's like a 20 second cut down bing bash bosh away you go and you know back to the point of we needed to cut through and we saw a huge uptake on it like the 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 splits we were looking for at the time, you know, we expected most of it to be kind of sitting around the 10 and 20, but that, that, that 30 euro actually did much better. Um, and I think that came down to the creative because originally when we were laying down the media plans, we had decided not to, the kind of 30 was getting the lower percentage, but we actually started to up it as it started to gain, gain traction, which, you know, was a compliment to, to the execution that was there in it. That's great. I think it's really interesting because obviously the creative strategy is to tap into those um, Spanish novellas. 
and that makes sense if another one had a star from Chips in it. Yeah. Which like so obviously like Joey and Friends, his character in whatever the hell that fucking thing is called, he's a brain surgeon who's like gorgeous and there happens to be a twin. Hence why I assume they're using a guy with a name, Jesus Angel, who's Spanish, who's a brain surgeon, mm. who happens to be a hair model. Yeah, because that's the type of thing they'd have in those shows where it's like, um, yeah, brain surgeon by day, hair model by night. Yeah. Um, and I think, so as a strategy, that makes sense why there'd be another one with a soap opera from the 70s, potentially as a callback. Um, but I think for me, it's, it's just funny. It's just like just being able to tap into... So, because obviously just even the saying it doesn't take a brain surgeon to do anything right just even if you if you isolate that and then be like where can we bring this in the funniest way possible um i think going well where's the funniest type of brain surgeon you could go into these kind of spanish novellas and all that type of stuff and his delivery where's he from he's english so he's just putting all that on oh yeah yeah he's a brilliant character actor I do recognize his face and I can't, I cannot place where, um, but his delivery is great. His delivery is really good. The copywriting is really nice. I love the addition of, uh, getting that, uh, the brand or the, the offer call out again by the guy who's meant to be under. Yeah. That's, that's brilliant. That's brilliant because it's exactly, it fits exactly with the character of Jesus Engal that he would um, have fucked up because yeah. he's been arsing around yeah. talking about this great offer. And that's the other reason why this, I, this ad, uh, I like it and it speaks to me because that happened to me where I woke up in the middle of a heart surgery and they had to get the anesthetist back in. Shane, I've told you the story. Did you, did uh-huh. you, did, did, were you looking to top up? No, I, I was. I was... Did you, did they, were they talking about a great deal? <laughs> <laughs> what really? Mayo one Sam? No, you're, you're hallucinating. Get the needs of this back in here. Yeah, yeah. And they literally said, "Like, are you?" Because uh, I, I, oh, I do know to, this. Yeah. Now, heart surgery sounds very graphic. Because well, it wasn't imagined. open heart surgery; yeah. it was keyhole <laughs> surgery. It yeah. was it was it was up through the arteries, and I was woke up. I could kind of see the. They were looking at the X-ray wall to see where they were going with their implements. And I could feel it in my chest where they were working on it. And after what felt like 20 minutes, I was able to kind of grunt a little bit. And then... Such a nightmare. And I had to do that like three or four times before they suddenly stopped. (laughs) The surgeon goes, are you you awake? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I kind of moved I felt like I moved my toe a little bit and gave another grunt and they were like get the anesthetist back in and, and do the thing but the surgeon the surgery didn't take so 1 in 20 of the of the procedure I, I got this sounds like a take. mess whoever you went to so I had to I had to go back in again this is during college uh, and I went back in about 2 months later and the surgeon when I was on the trolley about to about to about to go under the the surgeon comes over to me comes and he hadn't done this before in the first one and he goes so yeah i know i know you woke up um the last time we did this so i'm going to do the uh, i'm going to do the the anesthetic today and i was gone i was out like you in like with extra. dr nick Riviera, were you that's <laughs> what it sounds like yeah it sounds <laughs> like you shouldn't have cut costs on that like um i just think it's it's great when we get to talk about meteor because there was such a they were such a strong brand for me growing up with regards to having a phone. Like I remember, I think I've talked about it 
before on this podcast it was like and i never i don't think i ever saw something in a creative execution about this but when we were like 16 17 18 it was the most unattractive thing in the world if someone told you their phone number wasn't 085 mm. because it meant you couldn't text it for free and i remember before you did the 30 and i'm i remember talking about like in college you'd be out and someone would say 087 you're like get the fuck i'm paying to text you <laughs> It'd be, yeah, it'd be like, it doesn't matter who they are it'll be a boom gone and i just always remember that being like media was such um such an integral brand growing up and i just loved everything else about them the way they communicated fitted that as well and that other ad that we've talked about before that you wanted to bring is phenomenal i think aaron mentioned it on, on a couple of episodes back but just some of the creative was just so inspired and i love that embrace of being challenger Oh, yeah. that you mentioned yeah. like embracing that if you're coming from a position of being a challenger you have so much more authority as a team to be like run that risk it's like we're challenging we have to challenge we have to do something different um and you just end up from a creative perspective always getting such strong results when you're able to take those risks and you can see it you can see it in this like the fun the fun in this yeah. is there and the customer mm -hmm. feels it and that was the whole thing about being the, the 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 disruptor and like we we, we took that through into other things we, we we did like there was a um a very high profile mobile company that was um sponsoring uh in a national team and uh, a big music festival at the time mm -hmm. and um we used to like have fun like and you know we had competitions to win orange tents and things like that for people who were going down to these festivals. So that's that. <laughs> just being the antagonist. Oh yeah. It. it was like, but it was a bit of fun. Like, and I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure the brand teams were, they, they were just going, Oh my God, like, will they stop? Um, and also, also the poor people who won, win the, won those tents when they wake up on a bright orange tent in the morning after the oh, night yeah. before yeah. blinded. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it was free. Yeah. It was yeah, free. I think we so, gave like, them orange uh, sunglasses as well. So hopefully they had them on at night. <laughs> um, brilliant. That's, that's, that's a solid, solid selection to, to, to open up your account with us, uh, Sean. Um, so what can we what can we expect for our next ad? So for the next ad, and. Um, it was slightly inspired by 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 Shane, which is always worrying on on on, on my side. Um, We're in dodgy territory here. So obviously, I was in. I I am in the insurance industry, but pre but prior to this, I was with uh, Liberty Insurance, and you know, you were having the conversation about you know that challenge of breaking into the top three because you know most people only when they're thinking about insurance is they only think about the three providers, and in the Irish market generally you know it's the three a's that they're thinking about so if you're trying to break through you need to do something really really different and in the u.s it's it's no different like there's a huge challenge there of trying to create true and i could i could imagine that for this for this company all state um they're wondering like how in god's name do we compete how do we crack through you know how do we tell basically the same story in a different way that's going to get us um to get people to ring phones, go, go online, buy, whatever it is. And I just love how they they did it. And I think this was the first um, introduction to, to Mayhem. I think how they did it, how they did it, you know, across all media touch points, the setup to it, you know, the work, the logistics that must have gone into the background of this is, is amazing. Like it, it featured on... Was it CNN or ABC or one of the big uh, uh, news network channels in a, in a, in a, in America actually followed up on a, on a news article on it, and the results that they got were were phenomenal across all of their the 
you know, their their social channels, but also from a business perspective. And they still use Mayhem um, today. And like I remember, you know, talking to the US team at one point for, for Liberty and they're just going like, it's, you know, almost like, <laughs> wish we had that idea. Um, <laughs> but maybe maybe uh, if you want to have a have a gander of it there, we can have a chat. Amazing. Let's give it away. Using social media to brag that you're at a game is just part of being a football fan. Reading these posts to find out who's not at home? That's just part of being a burglar. Allstate Insurance found that 78% of burglars are using social media to find their next target. To warn the country, we took over one of the biggest nights in college football and made an example of one real oversharing couple. While Matt and Shannon were tweeting from the game, our social savvy burglar appeared in their house and started selling stuff live on the internet. I may be the burglar, but you're stealing this from me for 20 bucks. Buy Matt and Shannon stuff now at MayhemSale.com. This is the Mayhem Sale. January 1st, surrounded by 74,000 people and with another 30 million tuning in on TV, Matt and Shannon's night took a turn. I'm kind of a social media nerd. I'm also kind of a burglar. So when the people who live here posted online from tonight's game, I did what any self-respecting nerd burglar would do. From the moment the first commercial aired, the sale was on. Eight commercials and 18 online videos announced every overshare special. Twitter tied to television, tied to e-commerce, as we sold over 250 items to real people in real time. Yes, we sold a 60-inch TV for a buck an inch, the stainless steel fridge for $99, the washer, dirty laundry, crystal crap furniture, power tools, a pink stapler, this thing, and more. Even down to the last cotton swab. And oh yeah, a $34,000 car for just 200 bucks. Somebody buy it now before I ditch it in a lake. As people caught on, Mayhem Sale rose to the number one trending hashtag in the world. If you share every detail of your life on social media, this could be you. By the end of the night, everything had sold out, and in a matter of hours, Allstate had taken an issue that was off America's radar and made it national news. I don't know if you guys heard about this. Were you at the Sugar Bowl? Did you post about it on social media? But this wasn't just a social media stunt. The campaign contributed to an 18% increase in home insurance sales. forgot how good that campaign is yeah it's the it's the insight driving it and how they have been absolutely pure to that insight of you know people are sharing too much this is a danger like you can imagine the conversation with the claims and underwriting team lads we're getting loads of claims in people are telling us you know that they haven't been at home they've been broken into you know oh well well, why well you know they were they were sharing holiday they were on holidays they were sharing holiday you could see in the background, how all of that data was being gathered internally. And, you know, it came to the marketing team. And rather than having this, you know, you could imagine it, 1984, dark, doom, you know, you are all sharing too much on social media, you know, people are going to break your nose. They go and create that character who is just, it, it is mayhem. It's mayhem, it's case. Could you imagine being at that match? And like yeah. you're going, holy shit! Like that—that's my car. He's just what, you know? Like and the 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 ringing people. It's oh, it's just brilliant. I think it's 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 such a brilliant execution. The, yeah, it's, it's great. The I love the mayhem. Perfect. I love the mayhem character, Dean Winters as Mayhem, who's essentially the same character he's played in Oz. He's played it in fucking uh, Thirty Rock. Like Thirty Rock. He just is the that piece of shit character. <laughs> <laughs> just make even the vulture in Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's just he's just a dickhead. And uh, <laughs> in um, 
they he's not typecast or anything shane is that what you're saying no no, no i've never no. said that about his career i'm sure he's great in an old rom-com <laughs> but um <laughs> As a dickhead friend. Yeah, dick, <laughs> the dickhead friend who says, no, you, you don't don't get married. I got married and it was terrible. That's what he'd be saying in the thing. <laughs> he'd be like, have five kids. But um, yeah, I just think they're, the Allstate, like, because obviously they're, they're constantly trying to break in. And when they came up with that Mayhem character to just do something super, super interesting. And I really like that it's not around the Super Bowl. And it's around, um, what is it, the Sugar Bowl? Yeah. Sugar yeah. Bowl, yeah. I love, really like that it's like, around something because there's loads of those like the orange bowl the sugar bowl so other people around that time will be going to more bowls nationally so instead of making it about one event they made it about oh no this is the sugar bowl and other people are going to be doing this in a while so therefore you'll tap straight yeah. into them um as opposed to isolating that it's only once a, a once a year event if you know what i mean um, from a logistics point of view it also helps that they're the title sponsors of that yeah game it does it does but um but also it just uh i just think it's brilliant i just love i i, I love the tying in of actually selling the stuff yeah and that then driving like selling the 60 inch tv for 60 dollars, selling the car for 200 and that then forcing the media out there people realizing it's actually just a fucking fire <coughs> sale let's get involved mayhem sale go 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 and it, it just they, they, Go on. Copy when he's selling that stuff, though, I mean, is genius. He's definitely uh, adding most of that. Like, that oh, definitely. Like, I might be the burglar, but you're stealing this from me. Yeah. Or, or I do whatever, whatever uh, self-respecting nerd burglar would do. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's so good. And he has to ad lib it because there's no way in all the shows he's been in that the same. Like everyone writes for him. Everything he says is always the same. It's like a Seth Rogen character. It's like he just, he obviously just has these, this way of speaking and it's phenomenal. It's, uh, I don't know, it's great. That's a really good ad. I've not seen, I've seen other Mayhem executions. I've not seen that Mayhem execution. Yeah. So, was that the kickoff one? I thought, the, I thought that one was the kickoff Kick one. And, cause I, Mayhem's it, first introduction was 2010. I, I think I remember the video. It was like really high content, high like film quality i don't okay. i didn't think it was that because i remember seeing the first one it won a gold lion i remember watching it and just being like oh dean winters um and he like introduces himself as a concept oh, okay. in it. um and then they started executing with him so i don't think i don't what year was this do we know i thought was that it? was i thought that was around 14 uh, um uh, yeah. as well um like it was the one i think that cut through for me because it was the one that you know came to my attention and i was just looking at it going and saying mm -hmm. that's that is brilliant to take a, a, an insight that you're getting as i said it, uh, there a few minutes ago internally within the business in terms of what's happening in claims what's happening you know from an underwriting perspective mm -hmm. and having the, the courage of your conviction to do something like that to showcase in an almost irre irreverent way you know what could happen but sending a really serious message through that humor um and i'd love to know how many people you know you know almost immediately went oh god have i shared a photograph that i'm in the restaurant that i'm in where yeah. what what you know um and i just i i just think it's 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 such a it's almost a gold standard in terms of how you create a breakthrough in that industry um mm -hmm. yeah because it is you know it is really really challenging um uh, yeah 
you know, it's it's the top three have so much money in each market that they can just mm-hmm. they can bombard you. They can they can they can outshout you. Um, and if you don't have something, and you know, it's the same with meter. You know, when they were there, of being that disruptor. You know, punching mm-hmm. above your weight. You know, using every cent that you have to the absolute max. Um, and just being a little bit of a devil as well. You know, if uh, if 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 you can, there's a lot. There's a lot of that in this. Oh yeah, um, a lot, a lot of that in this. I, I, I think I've seen a case study video of this a long time ago, and I, I do believe that, um, they they didn't actually sell <laughs> their real stuff, but they replicated their yeah. home. Yeah, my assumption would be that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they sold uh, identical items, but then the mayhem character, what you were saying there, Shane, he was in other television commercials for. All state. So the mayhem character became the thing that would cause your need for an insurance yeah, sure. thing. So yeah. like he, there, he was hanging on to a side of a car and he's d- delivering his lines, but there he's the blind spot. Yeah. Do you know? And, and loads of different execution like that. So it's just so clever to personify the 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 the, the nastiness in in uh, the things that can cause badness in in a real in a real uh, character. And also to try and create like if you think about like especially in the States, like Geico. Mm. Geico, obviously, with their fucking lizard, is everywhere. And, like, you can't you can't avoid the fucking thing. So to even try and bring your brand to life using something, to do it in such an interesting, completely different way as a challenger, like, not even trying to be like, oh, here's a bad lizard that represents all states. Yeah. You know, that's everything, just playing tongue-in-cheek, going... No, let's let's go really challenger. Let's make something really accessible. Let's personify this and get this great actor who we're paying a bomb to, um, to just potentially be himself, <laughs> and it works because everyone loves Dean Winters is great. Like I can't turn him off if he's on something. I just think he's great. He's always going to deliver something. <laughs> but it comes down. It comes down to that piece of casting, you know. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. And the the importance of it, like the the you know talking to and having someone who who is an expert in casting, you know, because you can have the, you don't need need to tell you this, like you can have the best script, you can have the best, you know, um, photography, whatever it is. If the casting is wrong, uh, you know, you're goosed from the start. And he, Mm -hmm. he just, he, he just fits that perfectly. You know, he owns it. It, it. It, it is. It's brilliant. And, you know, I would, I'd love to have been a fly on the wall when that was being, you know, the marketing team have met the agency, they've bought into it, but it's that internal conversation of, uh, okay, so we're going to do this. Okay. You know, we're, we're, we're basically going to break into somebody's home. We're going to replicate it. We're then going to show our mayhem break into their replicated home at halftime of the sugar bowl in the stadium where the couple are. So everyone cool with that? Oh, and then we're going to sell all their stuff. So yeah, I that twenty five thousand euro car we're going to sell it for six hundred euro. So we're we're writing that down as a loss. So you you're yeah. you're all good with that, you know. And <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm I'm wondering was the CFO in the room when that was happening? Don't tell him that, you know. But you know that that conversation and the the the, the courage to to follow through with it, the the courage to to make it happen um you know i i i think going back to my point earlier on is that that is something that that i think is becoming more and more challenging to have that bravery and to take that risk 
in the in 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 marketing at the at the moment because you know people say well you know uh what's your ROI on that um uh, you know and mm. you know anyway that's 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 uh that's um that's mayhem yeah yeah that's a great that's a great one first time getting mayhem on the podcast mayhem no yeah. other iteration of mayhem has even been put on the podcast so that's great no that's that's yeah. uh that's a great one Delighted uh, with that. surprising it's taken taking so long yeah that um, happens it's, it's so funny there's some iterations that people don't bring on because they think you'll assume it's already sure there you've had that yeah, yeah 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 but that's great actually, that's the case with this second one you had on i or this last one that you're about to show i was like surely surely and I, I crawled through the archives to see if we had and we had we haven't um and it's I was genuinely shocked. So, so Sean, what's what's our final ad that we're going to see? So this is a real personal favorite of 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 mine. Um, it is a late eighties ad from Aer Lingus, and you know there, it, it's a combination of I think the music that is that is used. Um, it is that tagline of your home. Um, so. I don't know if this is if this is a unique feeling, but you know, if I'm ever on the the homeward bound leg, if I'm traveling, once I get onto an Aer Lingus flight, I kind of feel ah, okay, mm-hmm. relax, sit down now here, now get me home. It'll be grand, you know. Sure, look, I'll have me a cup of tea. It'll be all be fine. And but it's just that 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 little bit of 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 magic dust that they found in this et, uh, um, execution, which. You know, for me, of being a child of the '80s, has actually stuck the whole way way through. And um, you know, I think that's the power of 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 advertising and and and, and marketing, in that you know, this one minute ad, which was done by I think it was Peter Owens, back in the day, um, to me has 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 stuck in the back of my head, that it still gives me that feeling of your home when wherever i am in the world once i get onto an aerolingus flight it's kind of i can feel i can feel that i'm getting to my front door it's coming that bit quicker um the music in it is is such an iconic track um and i think it just adds to the power and to the flow of the imagery that you're seeing and that 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 to me is 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 so key and obviously they're they're using i don't know if they used actors or if they used actual staff in it but it's the combination of that 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 imagery, the music, and that story, that kind of beautiful story that they kind of tell the whole way through. That for me, I, like I, I think it goes up there as one of the top um, Irish uh, ads created. And I know that's a big statement, but you know it's it's one that I say for a certain generation. If you start playing that music, you know they'll they'll think of either the movie or they'll think about the Erlingus mm-hmm. ad. And uh, like I, I don't think you could throw something a bigger compliment than that. Do you, do you want to play it there? No. Yeah, yeah, let's go watch.
favorite by a lot of people. A lot of people have that as their as, as their top hat. You wonder, like, it's something I've seen a few times. And I think we talked about this before in the podcast. I'd be interested to get your opinion on this, Sean. With ads from the 80s and 90s, do you think that they ingrain themselves a little bit deeper into people's minds? Because a lot of the time they ran for a long period of time on from a media perspective like they could run for fucking three four years as opposed to the kind of six eight months 12 months turnaround time on copy that we can be subjected to now i like i think definitely shay because the, the pressure at the moment is always oh be the next shiny new thing like if you even go back to to meteor the nine months i was in meteor we executed two or three tv ads and we're planning for the fourth um when 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 um Fenella came came back and like that is a phenomenal throughput um and i think you know that your point is is completely right now there's also probably you know people going and saying uh oh yeah look everything was great in the in the 80s and, and, and 90s folks definitely wasn't um no. but the the ability to have that element of creativity i think there was such a powerhouse of people uh, in the industry at that time mm-hmm. that there was you were allowed to be that bit more artistic that that allow to build something that that is beautiful looking but that has that bit of magic dust that mm-hmm. you know it links in and, and I, I think it comes back to insight. It comes back to putting it all, all together. And it was allowed to breathe. Yeah. You know, there wasn't a case of, you know, okay, well, this execution we're doing for, for so long. And, um, you know, we're going to say that it has, uh, we're going to do some market research. And once we start seeing KPIs beginning to dip off, you know, it's obviously no longer engaging the customer and we need to mm-hmm. change. Um. And yeah, okay, there might be a certain amount of, of that in it, but you know, there is there is that story, that that nuance that, you know, if you think about some of the great ads, and if you just even look at the Irish market, you know, it were those that, you know, they were allowed to breed, you know, the big Guinness ads back in the back in the back in the day, you know, um the brands for, you know, the likes of some of the FMCG products. Like if I if I said like HB Fat Frog, you know the tune for anyone who was of a certain age would be straight into their head. You know, mm-hmm. that, that they, as far as I know, they never created another bit of execution other than that, but it was so iconic mm-hmm. and there was so much time and effort put into it that, you know, you have it there. And, you know, I think Erlingus at the moment have launched a, um, a new ad, You're Welcome. Yeah. And I think, you know, what they're trying to do is, 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 is use some of that brand heritage uh, now I don't know if if uh, Gabriel Zobo and and um, that ad was was part of the thought process, but you can see some of the similar threads that are that they're trying to to bring true into it. Um, and you know it it is like and their message around the customer service I think is really important. Like we we had an incident last year, of course, Numpty here first time on holidays with the little ad. Numpty yeah. here went up to the check in desk, took the tickets. Didn't wasn't paying any attention to what was going on and realized that we were all in different seats because the things had come out the wrong way. Now, you know, my wife won't thank me for saying this. I was kind of thinking, yes, the two-year-old can sit between the elderly couple <laughs> and the middle aisle seat and I'll be down the back and you can be there and we'll all be happy for three hours on the plane. But, you know, the Erlingus 
staff Accident. were excellent. <laughs> the Erling staff were excellent. No drama. Really? Don't worry, we'll sort it out. It'll be fine. You mm. stay there. We'll get people. We'll move them around. It'll be all grand. Whereas if you're on other airlines, you probably would have had, well, that's your problem. You can't do anything. You need to go down and sort it out. Or, please take your seats. Yeah, get off, get off the plane. Your you're seat. delaying the that's flight. That's 100 euro if you want us to answer yeah. you. And I think that that that's that piece that, that Erlingus have always managed to stay true is around the yeah. customer service. Um, and I think they are they are bringing to that. And I'm really glad to see that they're kind of coming back to that now with what they're doing with um, You're Welcome. Um, yeah. the, the music track, it, it's no, it's not, it's not a Gabriel's oboe. Uh, it is. What is, says you. It says I, you know, <laughs> I've been, been a composer. It is growing on me. Um, and I really hope that that ad is allowed to breathe. Um, and it's mm-hmm. given an opportunity to, to be out there, uh, and kind of tell that new tale of what Elingus is about for a new audience. And is, Sean, do you think uh, to build on Shane's point, uh, about it breathing, the, another layer on top of that do you think I, I where i think the, i think the strength of the ad comes from is the context of society at the time 80s lots of emigration yeah. so when you do come home it would have been a big deal there is that feeling of i can't wait to get home they'll get me home that getting home is the most important thing whether it's home for good or home for a christmas home for a short stint whatever whatever it is and those that copy is just your home. Yep. It's just it's just it, it, it seems so powerful when you link it to the fact that people who would have been getting those flights at the time, a lot of them would have would have been people who left home. And so do you think that that's that's a layer of the impact as well? Oh, hundred percent. But what it is also is it's so simple. Your home. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it is such a simple tagline to have. There's no kind of you know, deep intellectual thought about it. And I'd say to this day, uh, Aaron, if you were at an airport anywhere in the world that had an Aer Lingus flight the week leading up to Christmas, and as people boarded the flight, if you could almost kind of, you could suck out what's going on into their head, that emotional feeling that they have as they board onto mm-hmm. the flight, the mayhem, the chaos, just to get to that point there, you know, you'd wonder does the if you had like blood pressure monitor on on the monitor that does like do you see that dip? Um, yeah. And like, and I I think you know that for me, as I said earlier, that is about that is what airling this is. It's that okay. And I I'd agree. I I I definitely agree with. Sorry, my point as well wasn't to take away from the creative. I think the creative is actually really strong and really beautiful. It's beautifully mm. done. It's beautifully pulled together, edited music, and there's some really nice touch points in there like simple things like one of the people walking towards the camera has a bag that says paris on it like they're they're constantly kind of showing their reach as um as yeah. a, as an airline business traveler audience yeah well. exactly they know what they're doing right um yeah. while all being friendly friendly i i completely get that feeling you're describing is that you already feel home when you're on an aerolingus flight and what i think is actually really interesting about that for me is i actually think that's um, maximized by the fact there's a low budget airline that you do not feel like home on that you actually fly most of the time mm. so when you do fly on Aer Lingus it's, it's a treat oh it's an extra you're just happy to be there yep. you're just happy that you're not on the other one yep. <laughs> and Sh- you know Shane, what I mean? Shane and I actually have to have an experience where 
in college, a gang of us went to Berlin for the weekend. We got stuck there for three extra days because of frost and on the travel. By the third day, like we were frazzled, like we were wearing our best clothes because it was the only clean things that we had left in our bags. And we had flown out on Ryanair. uh, uh, But we were there so long after our initial flight home. We should have been home that they just threw us on an Aer Lingus uh, flight. And I, I, I remember it burned into my memory. We got up the stairs. There's an air hostess there, and she literally looked me in the eyes. And goes, "We'll get you home." She said those words, and I nearly fucking cried. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was, it was like, it was the ad personified. And I had in food real poisoning. Life. I had food poisoning on one of the days, and they ended up sitting me because I felt so bad. They were like, "We'll put you in an emergency exit." Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> they were just it like, was, it was literally anything. like they got a plane full of Irish mammies just yeah. to hug us yeah, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. way home. And that's and that's it what it. No, I think what if anyone from Erlingus is listening, they should take the three of us to I don't know L.A. or something like that. We can be we can you can raise our blood pressure and then we'll just check with the blood pressure monitors as we get on the flight. Just to, yeah, I'll wear monitor. Me and Sean, can, <laughs> me and Sean can fly on Aer Lingus and Aaron can fly on Ryanair and we'll monitor yeah, both. Yeah. And what's great about this experiment, he has a bad heart, so it's going to be high. Oh, yeah, so yeah. we'll get the results we want. And, but like we'll you know, he'll, yeah, he'll have Doctor Dick Riviere on speed up. <laughs> yeah, love it, uh, Sean. That's a that's an absolute classic. That yeah, uh, it's great. Yeah, I can't believe we haven't had it on, but it's brilliant. Um, love that, and I don't think we even need to get into Gabriel's oboe. How amazing that is! But uh, yeah, that's a that's a serious collection of ads. Thank you so much. Um, brilliant, brilliant selection. That two of them in particular. Uh, don't know how we haven't had them on. Uh, already, and another another meteor one to add on to to the already uh, bulging collection of meteor ads. Yeah. It just goes the strength of the brand shows the strength of the brand. Um, so, Sean, is there anything uh, if anyone wants to get in touch with you or what's going on in Campy Insurance? What what uh, what 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 news is going on? Yeah, there's the always a lot going on with uh, with us in Campion. You know, if you're if you want to keep up to date, you know we're on LinkedIn. Or if you have any interest, link you can link in uh, in 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 with me. That's no problem. It's been a a, a pleasure uh, chatting to you uh, both um, guys. Uh, what I would say to to anyone who hasn't worked with 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 these guys be, before, um, you know, it is an absolute pleasure. Um, it, the creative work that that I've had the experience to come out uh, from from working with them has been second um, uh, to none. And uh, all joke aside, if you want to have a look at their their show reel, the, the the work that they did for for me and Liberty and the Liberty team for Kamogi um, uh, made us. Um, there is some brilliant stories that have been told there with with amazing amazing footage um, that is there, and all health and safety requirements were were were, were met at all. We're adhered to. Um, <laughs> but other than that, look, it's been an absolute pleasure, folks, and uh, hopefully we'll, um, we'll we'll get to grab that coffee sometime soon. Absolutely, yeah. thank you very much, Sean, for the for the, for the, for yeah, the kind appreciate words. Uh, I thought we were going to have to start editing heavily towards the back end of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, so. We might leave That's that. No in. Hang on, where's my phone? Where's the Revolut come through there? Hang on, has not ping there? <laughs> Amazing. Well, on, on, on that note, I think we, we we'll wrap it up. Thanks very much for for everyone who's listening uh, and watching. And if you're if you can do so, like, subscribe, give five stars, two stars, any stars uh, you can. But until next week, Sean, Shane. Thanks very much. Slongo Thanks so much. Slongo.